Am I alone here? Must I do this myself? Then, uh, so be it. <laughs> Shiny! Quest Gaming Networks presents Dungeon Crawler. All the loot, hunting, tips, tricks, and commentary your instant adventure can handle. Welcome to Dungeon Crawler. My name's Dave D-Enforce Adams, and you're listening to Episode 2. Tonight's record date is October 20th, 2012. I'm your host, lead host of, of Dungeon Crawler. Again, Dave D-Enforce Adams. Tonight, I have two wonderful, amazing guests with us. The first comes from a place often known as Minecraft Off the Record... Dan Boontini Wilson. Hey everybody, glad to be back podcasting for a long, long time. <laughs> Just thanks for having me on your show, Dave. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here because you're definitely going to be able to talk in depth from the point of view of the guy who gets killed every five minutes. Well... I do do that very well. <laughs> anyway, let's introduce Brian. Yeah, also, for his... Uh, Inaugural appearance upon the network shows, we have Mr. Brian Armstrong, also known on Twitter as SilentFury007. He's with us here tonight. He's often, you'll see him on many of our, our show sites as one of the writers. You often write for which shows, Brian? Oh, I've been writing for uh, your show, Dungeon Crawler. I mm -hmm. write for uh, Swotor Reforged, written a little bit for... Uh, Elder Scrolls off the record, and pretty much anywhere else they need me. Well, so, definitely. And I, I do want to say thank you again for for the excellent pieces you've written for Dungeon Crawler, and I, I really hope you keep it up. Thank you. I will, as long as you guys will have me. Definitely. All right. Um, no nervousness, Brian. I'm going to put you under the, the spotlight, make you read the sponsorship. No, I'm not going to do that. That That'd be cruel. <laughs> Um, let, let's go ahead, though. I do want to talk about our sponsor, Tweaked Audio, some of the top quality earbuds and headphones that you can buy at the moment. Excellent, excellent quality, excellent sound. And on top of that, they do have a limited lifetime guarantee for any damages to them or if they just don't fit your, your iPod or whatever you have. On top of them being amazing and sponsoring us, they also are giving you... The listener, a little treat. 33% off of all items in your cart at checkout if you include the code off the record, all one word. That's off the record, all one word at checkout, 33% off. That brings their cheapest headphones down from $19.99 to $12.99. And, well, it goes for anything you have. Remember, tweakedaudio.com, off the record, all one word. 
All right, that's enough for our sponsor. Let's actually talk about the fun things that have happened this week. And the biggest, the loudest, the noisiest thing that happened this week was the Wonder Patch. And if you've heard me talk on Diablo off the record, this is it, guys. Diablo 3 Patch 1.0.5 has finally hit. That's right. Monster power levels have come in. They've also done a reduction to damage in Inferno and Hell Mode. As well, they've included a brand new event at the end of the game called the Infernal Machine, which can lead to your creation of your very own Hellfire Ring, which, by the way, can go on any character. It does not have a level on it. So that's way crazy. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait until I can't wait to get into D three now. Yeah, that's right. You're you're still in D two. How are you doing there? Still haven't beaten the game. I mean I get <laughs> pwned by everything in Act Two. I mean it's I think I've gotten like maybe halfway through Act Two, but everything keeps on killing me now. I need to rethink my assassin. Oh, I'll tell you right now, Act 2, the best thing to do is uh, you need to farm before you get to Duriel. Because Duriel, no matter what class you are, he will beat you down if you're not ready for him. The final boss in that? Oh, man, he's mean. I, have you, I think have I've you gotten, gotten to him to, yet? No, I don't think I've gotten to him yet. I'm at the point where I just restored light to... Uh, the city. And... Oh, with the serpents. Yeah, I'm at yeah. the serpents. Okay, well, you're getting close. You're getting close. Get ready. All right, um, a few other things have actually come out for 1.0.5, including um, doubling the chance for legendary and set items to drop, added a ton of options to recolor anything in chat, as well as adds additional font size changes. Items below item level 58 no longer drop in Inferno difficulty. Which is oh that a great is a thing. major fix oh major yeah. fix I you you won't believe how many times I hear Fred talking about all the crud that he gets when playing Diablo oh, yeah. three well you know items they they still roll random they still definitely unless they're a legendary item they still roll random but now they're rolling close to your level which we'll get into that in just a second because also all items that drop will now at least be at the level of the enemy killed, if not better. Well, at least the the affixes on the items. So, let's say you have that level 58 item drop, but you killed a level 63 enemy, that item may be level 58, but the stats on it will be level 63. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Oh man, it's crazy. Especially when I've, I've actually have a few items... That I'm, I've been holding on to because it says item level 58 and required level 60. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, rings and amulets also can can now roll item level 63. Health globes or health from globes. The the effect on items extra health from globes now also affects potions. So potions are even better i did notice that they potions just seem to not be as good as they used to be but this actually will help you out okay quick question what are mm -hmm. globes health globes <laughs> will drop from enemies in d3 they don't have that oh, in yeah, d2 yeah. yet yeah but the, when you kill an enemy 
health globes will drop. Well, that now affects potions when you have the the uh, affix of extra health from globes. Huh. Yeah. All right. Cool. Legendaries are getting a uh, Star Wars The Old Republic style light beam to indicate their location. You, yeah, Brian, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty that, cool. That little beam that shoots up off the item. Legendaries, yeah. to make them more noticeable, shoot up a beam. They also unleash a new noise I, that's particular for legendaries. As well, they ping on your mini-map just in case you've walked too far and just didn't see it. Yeah, they want you to find them now, and it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Uh, they also added a few extra visual changes, such as item drop colors. Some of them have been changed, like books have been changed color in their colors. As well, there's been updates to the banner system and the stash. The stash, you can actually change the image on each stash uh, flap, so the little little image on the side to indicate what you do have stored within each section. Yeah, they give you a lot of options there. You can really customize yeah. what you want that to look like. I mean, there's some stuff in there. I don't even know what it's for, but there's a lot of choices. There's, it's there's pretty some cool. weird ones too, man. I'll tell yeah. you. So anyway, um, have you you've you've actually been playing into this a little bit, haven't you, Brian? Yeah, a little bit. The last uh, three or four days now, I've been playing an hour or two a night. So, what do you been, what do you uh, the, what's your first impressions? Be honest, brutally honest. Oh, I'm I'm loving it. I, I'm <laughs> having a great time. I. I wrote about this week on the site how I kind of gotten away from the game for a little bit and was getting frustrated because I kept dying in uh, in Act 3 of Hell. Well, uh, this week I finally blew through Hell, blew through uh, the final act there, and I'm now into Inferno, and I'm just having a great time. It's uh, it's changed the game for me. Well, congratulations. What's, what uh, class are you running? I'm doing a Demon Hunter right now, and uh, she's finally feeling like she's powerful enough to make it through. I, I, I did have to play the auction house a little bit, but, but not too much. Um, mm -hmm. You know, things have been tweaked just enough that I've been able to go through and hold my own against these enemies and um, actually have fun with the game again. So it's been great. Well, that's excellent news. That's actually very close to how I've been feeling. I'm, I've been uh, playing on my Barbarian a little bit, trying to hunt that Infernal uh, Machine pieces. Without much luck, but I, I am still doing it. But it's crazy, because I'm surviving like never before in Act 4 of Inferno. I'm farming yeah. the very end of the game just for fun, trying to get the, the pieces that I need for, to make the Infernal Machine. Well, specifically, the plans in Act 4 that drop off of the new Key Wardens. And I'll tell you right now, have you, have you even had an encounter with the Key Wardens yet, Brian? Uh, no, not yet. Well, there's one in every difficulty, and they are mean. Oh. Yeah, if you come across one, they are almost the strength of a mini-boss. Wow. Just out in the world, roaming around, waiting for you to get just a little bit too close, then they strike. They are they are mean as all get out. And the, the fun thing is, is you have to have five stacks of Nephilim Valor, which you start getting at... at 60 of course you have right. to have five stacks of nephilim valor as well you need to um be in inferno for the pieces to drop for the infernal machine i'm having issues in act four just finding the five elite packs so i can get the stacks required to to kill the key warden to even have the chance for the plans to drop but i'm doing it i've, I've ran it probably six times 
and it takes a good amount of time to make sure I get all five stacks, but I, I do have, I've ran it about six times on different monster powers just to try to get that piece. And, oh man, I'm salivating. I, I want my Hellfire ring already. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool thing, and I, I can't wait to get one myself. Well, what did, have you seen all the stats on it yet? Yeah, I haven't looked too closely, but there's there's several different kinds. Yeah, uh, there's one for each uh, different. There's a strength, there's an intelligence, there's a dexterity one. As well, there's a vitality one, which is a little bit less than the other ones in, in terms of how many points it gives you. But it also, it, it deals a random proc that deals damage to to enemies it does like an explosion it, it deals damage but the best thing about it 35 percent additional experience right off the bat just for equipping the ring wow nice wow <laughs> yeah so i'm oh i want it um let's see what else has come out this week that's 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 really big how about uh the borderlands 2 expansion has come out well the, the first dlc I should say, not an expansion, called Captain Scarlet and Her Pirate's Booty. I'm I'm I serious. Love I'm, I'm I love s- the name. <laughs> oh, it, it this expansion or DLC is amazing and hard at the same time. Me and Joe just downloaded it and played it today for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? And the I. I like it a lot. I love the new vehicle that they have. Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, Star Wars-style gunboat. Oh, yeah. You you have a hovercraft ship and that can carry all four players, which is what I really like because without the DLC, you have to play through a lot of the game to get to the area where you get the bandit technical vehicle, and that can seat four players. But until you get there, you have to stick with a two, two-seated two car, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't really like, but oh, it's I'm just a game. first tank you get. Yeah. Uh, but the enemies are a lot harder in the DLC. Me and Joe came across an enemy called the uh, Cursed Pirate. Mm-hmm. What this guy does is he's uh, kind of like a psycho yeah, mixed with a uh, Goliath, oh, raging man. Goliath. So this guy's extremely huge, extremely fast, and when he hits you, he regains health. Oh, you've got to be kidding. Yep. So me and Joe were uh, – I didn't know what the heck this thing did, so I attacked it and aggroed it. Joe was like, oh, God, no. So here he comes barreling down towards us. I'm trying to take care of him with my gunzerker, and nothing is happening because, uh, like, when he came up to me, he got me down almost within, like, three hits, and uh, he got me he got me down and was constantly meleeing me while I was down and in fight for your life. And Joe was trying to aggro him off of me, but it wouldn't work. So I got killed, and he turned on Joe, did the same thing. And that went on for about 15 minutes until I decided to take out my rocket launcher and just blow that thing sky high. So in other words, as I said earlier in the show, you died. Yes, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
But other than that, this is a really, really fun DLC. I mean, one of the things that Joe pointed out while we were going through is that in each area that you can go, there's a message in a bottle that leads to a treasure chest that you can open up. Well, we did the first one, and I've gotten a pretty good shotgun that is uh, basically plowing down everything in my way. It's it's a really nice DLC. I highly recommend downloading it. Well, thank you definitely for uh, the endorsement on that. I, I'm definitely excited for picking this one up once I get a little bit spare scratch to drop on it. Um, you can find it for 10 bucks on Steam, I know for sure. And it should also be for the same price on your various uh, systems to, to yep. pick up as well. Uh, it was 10 bucks on Steam, you said? Yes. Yep, same price for the PlayStation 3. Don't know about the Xbox, though. Yeah, should be should be the same all across the board. All right. Yeah, should be. I mean, that makes sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. All right, um, let's see what else has, has actually come through uh, this week. Actually, it, it started on the 10th, which was a little bit into last week. But continuing on into this week, a few new updates have come through for Fantasy Star Online 2. Now, if you don't know what, what Fantasy Star is, the entire series is nothing but a dungeon crawler. That's all they do. You you pick your dungeon, you crawl through it, and be it a forest, a, an actual dungeon, maybe even a cave. That's what it's all about. Even the quests they give you are to go and, and start up a dungeon and go through them. So, it, it, that's what the whole game is about. But, this one's bringing in a whole new aspect to the, the Fantasy Star Online universe. And that's making it a true MMO. The game itself can be played for free. Unfortunately, it's only in, in Japanese at the moment, but it supposedly will be released uh, first to second quarter of 2013 in America. And I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to the U.S. release, especially since they've just released brand new content for the game. The game used to cap at four, level 40. That cap has been increased to 50, as well as adding subclasses, so you can so you can be two classes at once, starting at level 20. Nice. Yes. It, I, it, I remember how in the original Fantasy Star, mm -hmm. I had that mech guy, and uh, I'm not sure if I got far enough into the game to have a class on him, but... Uh, I just enjoyed playing that game, and I think having two classes in Fantasy Star Online 2 will definitely add a lot more enjoyment it, it to the game. It definitely is, is going to add more depth. Unfortunately, the original Fantasy Star Online only allowed you to have one class. Fantasy Star Universe, which kind of, well, it, it lived out its course, but it wasn't as much of a boom as Fantasy Star Online was. Fantasy Star Universe allowed you to dual class, which you had to level up a previous class or multiple previous classes to actually unlock further different combinations. In Fantasy Star Online 2, 
I'm expecting that it's more of a, along the lines of level 20, you then pick up a second class that you can now put points into both. But now they've also gone and reworked the skill trees for all classes. They added new uh, special photon arts, which are just weapon skills, as well as adding techniques, which are spells. Tons of new new things. New enemies, new missions, new client orders, as well as brand new top-level items, which are unfortunately completely untradeable. They also are completely reworking vendor prices for everything, which is excellent for us U.S. players. They're getting the kinks out with the economy. So once that's coming through, you're actually going to feel like you can make money and survive on your own. Also, uh, they announced that the November patch, which you better bet when November comes around, I'm going to be talking in on a little bit. The upcoming PSO to November patch should include a photon shop, which it will be the same as in fantasy star online one, where you can purchase items with in game dropped currency that drops off of enemies, as well as a new X cube system, which is pretty much the same thing you're seeing from all, uh, dungeon crawlers nowadays, which is just a, a new in game. It's the, the parallel to Diablo three's Paragon system. Except in the X-Cube system, any any experience gained while at max level will then become its own currency, allowing you to use it within a special shop so you can buy new things like uh, new partner machines called mags that they're uh, from the original game. They brought them back. You'll be able to purchase those at max level as well as uh, new 10-star, the, the max level gear will be purchasable from this shop as well. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that Fantasy Star Online 2 is, is, is really looking and seeing what works for games that, that Fantasy Star is a lot alike, such as D3. And I'm glad that they've added a feature for in-game content. And, you know, I, Brian, have you, you're, you said you've just hit 60, correct, in D3? Yeah, that's right. Have you actually had a chance to gain a Paragon level? I am about a centimeter away from gaining my first level. So oh, man. It, after it's this, great. I'll hop off and get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now what's going to happen. In Diablo 3, you don't actually get to keep your experience. Rather, Diablo 3's Paragon system allows you to uh, it, you gain 3% magic find, 3% gold find, as well as you gain stats as if you were just leveling up in a normal level. Cool. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah. That sounds I'm, great. I'm excited about it. Um, <laughs> the, the big thing is, is that it's been causing a lot of fuss, as I've heard from uh, forums, with people expecting that it may cause issues when the PvP patch comes out. But honestly, I think that if you, if you worked and have gained a high Paragon level, you deserve it. Yeah, Even if definitely. it makes you a little bit stronger. Yeah, you put in the time, you deserve the reward. Definitely. <laughs> um. Anyway, Brian, I do want to want to ask. You have any uh, anything to say on any of the like Diablo three or maybe PSO two or any of the uh, things we've covered, Borderlands two? Yeah, you know I uh, I haven't played any of the Fantasy Star series, and just hearing you guys talk about it on on your shows in the past, I am really excited to check this one out. 
Um, it sounds like they're really taking a look at other games and they want to do things right, right from the beginning. So that that's going to be great. I can't wait to check it out. Um, I wanted to ask, though, if I wanted to go back and experience this before this one comes out, which one should I check out? Fantasy Star Online, is that still around, or well, what else? Fantasy Star Online actually was shut down. Um, it is on li- alive, kind of, but in no actual capacity. The only way for you to really experience Fantasy Star at the moment is the game Fantasy Star Online Universe, which also, unfortunately, has been shut down at least their, their servers have. So there is no live Fantasy Star at the moment. Um, the best thing I can say, Brian, is if you have the knack for finding old crazy games, grab a GameCube and, and look for Fantasy Star Online, because that's... I, I'm still, <laughs> I still have, like, I'm three feet away from my GameCube where Fantasy Star Online is at this moment. Nice. It, it really is that good of a game that... It's one of those ones, like Final Fantasy VII, I always go back to it, Fantasy Star Online, I'll get that itch once a year or so, and I just go back and gain like 10 or 20 levels on my main character. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, I'll I'll look for that one then. I still have my GameCube around here somewhere, too. Yeah, if you can find it, grab it. It's, It's an excellent, excellent game, and it has full offline capabilities on the GameCube, at least. It has the full ability to be played offline, so it is definitely worth being being played. Let's see. Uh, Boone, I do want to ask you, how was Torchlight this week? Oh, Torchlight was amazing. Uh, I have been absolutely loving my engineer class. Uh, This guy with his cannon just plows down everything in his way. I am currently uh, three-fourths of the way through Act 2, and... I am steadily gaining levels and steadily getting through Act 2. It's funny, I was level 28 when I tried a level 32 dungeon. My engineer has gear that is kind of a little strong for him, but due to all that gear that I have, I am able to go through those dungeons and just tear tear through everything until I get to the boss. That... That gets me to the points where I have to take a little bit of time and think about my strategy before I actually get through. But I am loving Torchlight. Torchlight is an amazing game. Now, did you actually pick up and play the first one? I haven't played the first one. I remember that uh, with uh, one of the versions of Windows, you got a free ver- a free trial of Torchlight. Oh, yeah? Which, which, yeah, I did play the free trial for a little bit. And uh, that's where I got my first taste of Torchlight, and I really liked it. But I'll, I'll tell you right now, I really, really liked the first Torchlight. And honestly, I, I Torchlight's another one of those games that, at least Torchlight 1, when I am get bored, I'm going to hop back and, and play it. But Torchlight 2, I have a feeling that, you know, since I haven't put any effort into co-op, that it just, it isn't singing yet. Now, Boone, you've actually you've you've played with Joe a lot in co-op, haven't you? Yes, me and Joe have our. Uh, he has a Outlander, and I have a uh, Fire Mage, and me and him are going through. I believe we're about ready to go into Act Two right now, but lately we haven't really been able to do a lot of 
co-ops. So I just satisfied myself with a, a single player, but co-op is definitely a lot of fun. And I remember Evarwin's first, uh, first playthrough on Torchlight 2 was with me and Joe on uh, mm-hmm. a co-op game. I was really enjoying playing with uh, Joe and Evarwin. It's a lot easier to play with more people. I mean, I would uh, fall behind, and when I catch up to them, they are already moving on to the next area and the next quest. It's a lot easier to go through with two or more people. I've, uh, I actually have not had the chance to sit down and play uh, Torchlight with anybody, but I, I really have a feeling that that's where it shines. I've only been playing on my engineer mostly lately, and, and only because it's it's so ridiculous. Have you ever even have you even died with your engineer yet? I have. Really, I, I've died sometimes, but uh, if you invest in the heal bot yeah, skill, that, that healing robot, it it definitely yeah. does. It, it makes that game ridiculous. It helps a lot. Okay, I didn't know they had a healing robot for the engineer. I might have to start playing an engineer. Yeah, the <laughs> engineer. Cool. And you can cast it, and it just stays up until you change zones. Oh, it's wow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, and it, you level it up, and it it stays leveled with you to the point where you never die. You, I have not died. I'm in the middle of Act 2 with my engineer. I have not died yet. That's impressive. It's, you know, I'm really thinking, guys, that we should have a hardcore challenge for engineers. We should just do a torchlight hardcore challenge instead of just the Diablo one. And we should be like, hey, make an engineer and and don't use the healing bot. Don't use the heal bot and only small potions. (laughs) Try that. You know what? That's it right there. That's that's we're doing a, a Diablo or a torchlight hardcore challenge right now. Dan's hardcore challenge, engineers calling y'all out. Got to go hardcore mode and and no no heal bot, no healing potions. Take that. Wait, I, I no healing potions. All right, all right. Yeah, Whatever none you whatsoever. Say. None at all. I'll, I guess I'll try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um. I do want, since we're on the subject, I do want to talk a little bit about our Hard Corner challenges. Last week, our challenge was Hadrig's Apprentice, the Butcher Edition. We do have two Hardcore Heroes that emailed in. Master Doe, as well as Malarkey, have completed the challenge. Now, remember, if you're undertaking a Hardcore Challenge and complete it, send us a screenshot of you taking down the boss or your death. Which completes the challenge and send an email to dungeoncrawlerpodcast at gmail.com with the title, I am a hardcore hero or I am a fallen hero. We may miss your submission and shout out if the email doesn't have one of those titles. If you have any questions about a challenge or just want to review the challenge for the week, go to questgamingcommunity.com and take a peek in the Diablo off the record forum. Now, We are actually changing the setup for some of these hardcore challenges. 
This one I'm giving a whole month. Actually, it's going to be a little bit more than a month because I want to see how far people can get. This one will actually end at, at our final recording for November. But I for, feel free, if you have died, feel free to send in your email and we will shout out any of our fallen heroes that send in their email every week. To, to qualify for a fallen hero, you must have completed past killing the butcher. So your character must have at least killed the butcher for, for your email to be shouted out on the show. So take take a picture of killing the butcher as well as where you died to to assure me that that you have completed or take a picture within any act past act one. I, I I say you have to kill the butcher because you may have be farming in act one and get killed. Anywho, the reason I bring all this up is because next week we start the Monster Power Month. Does that sound good, guys? Monster Power Month is that is that awesome enough? Yeah, that's that sounds, sounds awesome. <laughs> the Monster Power Month. That's right. October through November. The rest of October through November. The Monster Power Month has come and challenged you all. You must play a brand new character starting from the very, very tip-top beginning of Act 1 of Normal. That's right. No continuing any previous characters. You must play in Monster Power 10 only. That's right. Monster Power 10 only. Hardcore. Let's see how far people can get. I can't wait for people to be like, yeah, I got killed on the, the first enemies right before the town. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I really, really suck at this game. And so that's going to be me. <laughs> I'm not even going to make it to the to the gates. I'll be dead. I, I'm really expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't flood my my email box, guys. Come on. But it, it, I I think it'd be hilarious to to actually see people who do that. All right. Um. Now now that we have that out of the way, our big talking point for the night, which is something that that I think all of us can talk into, is. How do you like to dungeon crawl? I know that's kind of vague, so I, I want to elaborate just a little bit. Do you find it fun when dungeon crawlers such as Diablo or, or, or Torchlight 2 include co-op? Do you like to, to dungeon crawl alone or do you like to dungeon crawl in a group? So I, I wanted to, to start out. Let's, uh, let's hear Brian. What do you have to say about this? You know, I I could go both ways because I've I've played these games, you know, by myself for hours and hours at a time, and I've played with groups of people, and both ways are fun. But I think this kind of game is built for playing with a group. I mean, you know, you're it, this comes from the the games the games of old where you had a party. You know, you have to play mm -hmm. as a party and go through and 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 save the princess or whatever. And so. I think these games are designed to be playing with a group to have people who are having they have different skills than you do. You know, you're sitting in the back arranging, they're up front smacking them in the head. I think these games are designed to play as a group, and I think it's a lot more fun that way, especially if you've got people who are all having a good time and and just having fun. I think that's the best way to play this game or any of these games. Very well said, Boone. What's your view on things? I'd have to mirror Brian and say that yeah. 
this these games definitely have the feel of being a multiplayer game. I know that when I when I when I play Diablo 2, I die all the time by myself. But when I was playing with Fred, I could rely on him to help me and get me through the hard dungeons and the hard parts of an act. Of course, yes, I still died a lot, but still, I had that guy to keep on pushing through or open up a waypoint portal so I can, portal so I can get there and get into action really, really quick and help out. And in Torchlight 2, like I said, it's a lot easier to go through with more people. I believe dungeon crawlers are more of a multiplayer game. Very well said as well. Now, just to back up y'all's points on facts, I would like to say that the world first for Diablo 3 Hardcore to defeat Inferno Diablo was actually a pair of monks working in unison. They actually completed up to um, and and killed Diablo for the first time ever. So it really does. It, it, it seems to be best when work, you know, with a pair. But I got to be the, the only one to say that, honestly, I feel more in control of my surroundings when I'm all going solo when I'm in a crypt, you know? That's, I, I usually, especially with Diablo, I honestly, I, I like to play it more solo than anything else. I know that's that's probably mean, seeing as how I give out my battle tag at the end of every show, but I do. I, 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 I usually hop into Diablo to take off steam from when I'm, you know, get killed in one of my other games, just because I like to, to hack and slash with my... Uh, my barbarian. No, I, I hear you. I like to play. I'm gonna choose my words carefully. I like to play the game by myself, um, occasionally. And you know, that's the one thing about Diablo Three that kind of bothers me that you can't, you know, be in an offline mode. So if you want to play by yourself for a while, you know, too bad. Somebody's gonna jump in and play. But uh, you know, I, I could see you wanting to play by yourself because you have the control. You can do what you want. You're not being rushed through. So I mean, I can see your point. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing. Um, do you prefer that dungeon crawlers do have an offline mode? I know that um, games like Torchlight 1 were strictly single-player offline. Now, games like uh, Diablo 3, Diablo 3 is always online. As well, Fantasy Star Online 2 will be always online. Yeah, I, I do prefer having a uh, option to go by myself. I mean, if my friends that I was playing with have to leave, I would like to just hop hop on and do a solo game just to uh, hone in on my skills so I can be a better player when we get back together and dungeon crawl again. Now, another thing I, I wanted to bring up is... Since this is our first time act actively going into depth in with Fantasy Star Online 2, um, I want to bring up a few things. The first one being that they have events that happen multiple times a day and where the entire server, all, all called ships in Fantasy Star Online 2, the entire ship 
has to work together to get a certain number of kills or defeat a certain number of enemies within a specific amount of time. How do y'all feel about in-game events, and, and do you feel that games such as Diablo 3 or uh, maybe even Torchlight could take on such a, you know, in-game events as well? Well, with Fantasy Star Online 2, it is going to be sent, it's going to be sort of like a mashup between MMO and... Uh, yes, yes it will. And a dungeon crawler. Well, I, I believe that MMOs, yes, they should have that, uh, that event to make the community grow stronger together. Mm-hmm. But with a, just a jun- dungeon crawler game, I don't believe that you need that connection, because you're basically when you, when you play with a group, you're playing with a group of your closest friends, and. Uh, it's not the same story with a MMO. With an MMO, uh, random people will like to help and join in with you. And that's, that's the beauty of an MMO. But I believe that dungeon crawlers do not need that aspect to be a good game. I, I think that dungeon crawlers are fine with just a small group. All right. Um, actually, yeah, you'll see dungeon crawlers. They they usually what max out at four players. I, it's uncommon to see anything past that usually. Um, now, Brian, how do you feel about you know the PSO kind of pulling in a MMO aspect of things? Well, I think that sounds pretty cool. I mean, like I said, I haven't played Fancy Star, so I don't know how the games work exactly. But I like the idea of having big events that everybody needs to come through and, you know, uh, take on together. I think that's just, that just sounds kind of cool. Um, but, uh, as long as it doesn't, you know, force me to do those events, I think like oh, if I'm, no. if I'm off doing something else and I'm trying to, you know, find some item or level up and I don't want to be pulled away to go fight some monster with a bunch of people. I don't know. I'd like to have the option to not do that, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just, it unlocks like a bonus area that, during the time frame that the event's happening, people can go into. And I usually, most often, you won't even see other people unless you're in a, a multi-person zone. But it is, it's, oh. yeah. Well, that's you're, cool, then. I'd like that. Now, the reason, another reason why I bring this up is because um, today, or, or well, this week, was the start of the Halloween event in World of Warcraft. Now, World of Warcraft is also made by Blizzard, who's the parent company of Diablo 3. I wanted to ask y'all, how do you feel about games like Diablo 3 having, you know, maybe not daily events, but events for different holidays? That, actually, I think would be kind of cool. I mean, I know that some of my favorite games have updates based on the seasons and the holidays. Minecraft has one coming out, as well as uh, uh, Terraria, which is hitting the PS3 pretty soon, has a a Christmas update they do. Yeah, Guild Wars 2 has a uh, a Halloween event coming out, I think, as well. So lots of games are doing that, yeah. Yeah, But usually you don't see these in in dungeon crawlers, but I think it's it's damn about time. (laughs) 
Heck yeah. yeah. Why not? I totally agree. So, yeah, I, I would like to see. Now, this is calling out. I'm calling out D3. It's time to, to give me events. Definitely. Well, especially if they're expecting the life of this this game to extend from year to year, they need to give us, a, you know, that carrot on a stick. And I know I've said that a million and one times before on, on pretty much every show that I'm on on the network, but definitely, I, I do like games that give you that carrot on the stick, especially when, you know, they they have no bearing on the game, but they're just something for you to collect. That's that's another thing I want I want to want to say is uh they they added a a bunch of new updates to the banner system in Diablo 3. Oh, I've gotten like three new banner things since they've done that. <laughs> they uh they let you actually sort by where you need to go or what you need to do to complete the different uh achievements such as like crafting or achievements based on um characters and different things and like that and i i i'm so ready now i i know what to do to get the the rest of my banner things i know go ahead and yell at me i'm one of those people who makes it harder on everybody else because i'm sitting in town playing with my banner (laughs) (laughs) well i i think uh with with all the items in Diablo that are destructible, you know the barrels and the crates and all that stuff, I, I'm excited because I, I can think of one thing: destructible Christmas trees. Oh I think man, that would be yes! Awesome. <laughs> Go you through a dungeon it. and just destroy some orcs orcs Christmas tree. I think that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's exactly what D3 needs: destructible Christmas trees. Heck yeah. Oh, uh, now, Brian, is there anything else, any other dungeon crawlers that you may have been interested in this week or maybe want to speak on that we didn't go in depth about? Um, nothing I've played this week, and I've played a lot of Diablo this week after the patch came out. I've been oh, really excited about that. And <laughs> in fact, I didn't even touch Torchlight this week because of it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really where my head's been lately, just playing Diablo, just trying to get through that. Um, yeah, there's lots of games out there, though, that that are great and that are that are still out there, fun to go back and play. Definitely. Um, speaking of, I've actually been playing with that game Titan Quest. If you, if you haven't heard it, I recommend it, especially to you two. Definitely, pick up Titan Quest. It's uh, on Steam. It's dirt cheap, but it, it's an amazing game. Yeah, I, I started playing it when it first came out a few years ago, and I loved it. I, I haven't gotten all the way through it. It's been a long time since I've played it, but it's it's a unique twist on, on Dungeon Crawlers, and I think it's it's awesome. I want to go back and play it again. It's it's a really cool game. It, it is a lot of fun. All right, guys, let's go ahead and start wrapping up the show. First things first, though, we do have an email in, and this email is from one of our our, our wonderful listeners, David D. sends in an email saying, uh, "Dear Diablo, off the record, or well, rest in peace. Now it's Dungeon Quest." Dave, Dean Force Adams, I have a question about the bumper for the Hardcore Challenge segment of the former Diablo Off the Record podcasts. The intro bumper sounds like a Varwin getting frustrated while playing some dungeon crawler, perhaps even Diablo 2 or Diablo 3. Can you tell the story behind a Varwin's unfortunate experience? It's pretty (laughs) funny and makes me laugh every time. Thanks, and please don't forget about Diablo in the new show format. Oh, man, Diablo ain't going nowhere. No, sir. Um, now, 
guys, hang on one second and let me play the bumper for anyone who may not have heard it or may have just forgot, and I will tell you the story behind it. Alright, so there was our uh, bumper for the it, for the Diablo Off the Record Podcast's Hardcore Challenge. I, I It may be the last time that y'all actually hear it played on one of our shows, but that bumper was actually... The, the, we sat down, me, Varwin, and Joe sat down when we were making all the bumpers for the Diablo Off the Record Podcast, and... I told Joe and Avarwin, I said, I need a bumper that sounds like you're getting your, your you know, the stuffing beat out of you by Bale at the end of the Lord of Destruction uh, expansion of Diablo 2. Because that, when I think hard corner, I think getting my head handed to me by Bale over and over and over again. So I, I think they actually did pull a Bale soundbite of him roaring, and then that actually is Varwin, straight from the Elder Scrolls Off the Record fame, getting himself eaten by Bale. So I, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, it is kind of loud, but it is one of my favorite bumpers, definitely. So he actually went in game. No, no, he oh. didn't go actually in game. I don't think, but it sounded like it. I mean, well, it sounded like it was actually in-game doing yeah, that. Yeah, we, we wanted to mix it to sound like he was getting eight in a boss fight. Well, so. that's a pretty interesting Or maybe he was in one of his uh, vampire dungeons in Skyrim or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. He's, it must have been a master vampire. What else could have killed him so quickly? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the the wonderful email, David. We hope to, that uh, you you keep listening to the show and stay inquisitive about our bumpers. We we love our bumpers. All right. Um, go ahead and and I want to th- send a, a special thanks to all of our five star reviewers from America. We have Lord Vader twenty four. From we also have from America Jay of the Falls. We have Gamer Chicks Unite, Diablo Freak, and finally Barfing of the Buns. <laughs> yes, thank you, Barfing. I, I know, I, I hope that I got the, the right name you wanted me to use. Also, from UK, we have Martin S. Also, remember, go to any of our new sites. Take our radio survey. It takes about five minutes. A lot of wonderful and important information can come in from you just sitting down and taking that one survey real quick. Remember, we do love those surveys. They help us immensely. They help us a lot more than the iTunes reviews. And uh, the the radio survey mentions are also, they, I believe they are anonymous. So if you don't want to slap your name on anything but want to give an honest opinion, we definitely want to hear it. Especially constructive criticism helps a lot. Um, Paid mentions. For a small fee of $10, we provide any kind of small ad or shout out to whomever or commemorate whatever you wish. 
please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button or simply email us and we'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Remember, you can reach us anytime at DungeonCrawlerPodcast.com or if that's uh, unfortunately not working, uh, you can go to DungeonCrawler.MyMiddleEarth.com Either one should be working, but yes, DungeonCrawlerPodcast.com is our our URL. Also, you can send in an email. I do love emails. I check them, like, immediately. Not even kidding. You can ask people. I check emails immediately when they come in. That's at DungeonCrawlerPodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can check out any of our wonderful shows from Quest Gaming Network at QuestGamingNetwork.com. The record days of our show, Minecraft Off the Record, is the only show recording live. It's Sunday nights on Livestream.com slash Show. SWOTOR Reforged is Monday nights. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is Thursdays. Dungeon Crawler, that's us. We record on Saturday nights. Adrenaline Gaming is Thursdays. And Quest Legion is Fridays. Actually, I think Adrenaline Gaming is is Wednesdays. I, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Obscure Legends has not given me a a date, but we do have that show coming out, which is uh, for retro games as well as indie games. So that they're they're really cool. You should definitely see them. Twitter, you can check us out on Twitter to get any updates we we definitely we send out updates every time the show goes live from twitter at d crawler podcast that's at d crawler podcast you can catch me at d enforce d i e n force oh i missed that i really did <laughs> be quiet boom dan you can find him at Boone, B-O-O-N, underscore, teeny, T-I-N-I. Brian, you can catch him at SilentFury007 on Twitter. You can catch me in game if you'd like to say hi or just add me. I'm, I'm pretty sure my friends list is full, but spots do open up. You can catch me at Dian, D-I-E-N, number sign, 1737. Dungeon Crawler is a Quest Gaming Network podcast written by all the hosts of Dungeon Crawler. If you're playing a Battle.net game, which is D3 or any of the other wonderful Blizzard games, remember to never give out your account information, grab a Battle.net authenticator, and install antivirus and anti-spyware software. Have a great night, everybody. Hope to see you come back next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Guys, how, how are you feeling? You ready for it? I'm you yeah. pumped. Let's get Nervous ready. as hell. Let's, Let's do, it. do this. Nervous as hell. Puke twice. Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right. Ringer volume off.
All right, I think we got this. All right, guys, take a second. Stop being nervous, Pearl. I can feel the tension coming off of Boone. <laughs> Pearl, just relax. Everybody, let's go through. What did y'all have to eat today? So exactly the wrong thing you should ask somebody because we've all just puked it back up. But <laughs> I had birthday cake. Birthday cake? Really? Yeah. Whose yeah. birthday? Oh, one of my daughter's friends. Oh, well, congratulations, your daughter's friend, for surviving. <laughs> yeah. I long. just had – I didn't really eat anything except for the chili that Joe made for dinner. Yeah. I was but... forced to eat two breakfasts in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. Second breakfast, huh? <laughs> yeah, like my mom was all like, here's breakfast. And I was like, why? <laughs> um, then – um my best friend is in town and she stole me and made me eat breakfast as well. So, wow. Yeah. So you're full. I'm full. <laughs> like I've had so many eggs today. I, it should be a crime against chickens everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted Mr. Dave Enforce Adams. I for real like, but you know, we went to Village Inn. And I got this this thing, which is just a bunch of uh, uh, French toast, and then on top of that was like the sweetest cream stuff you've ever tasted in your life. And then on top of that was like strawberry jam, and then on top of that was like bananas, and then on top of that was like this this whipped topping. It was really sweet. I couldn't even finish it because it was so sweet. I I don't nice. ever do sweet things usually, and. I walk up on that and it punched me in the throat. Once again, I, want, I do want to thank uh, Boone. Thank you very much for being on. And Brian, thank you for being on. And congratulations on your first official recording with uh, on, a, on a podcast for Quest Gaming Network. Hey, thanks, thanks very much me, for dude. having me. I only puked twice. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week, everybody. Times. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.